Welcome to the Community Karma Podcast with Aaron Jones and Carrie Hill. Join in as they discuss building community, branding, and how any business can benefit from a holistic approach to growth. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Community Karma Podcast. We are on episode 26. Um, We took a little hiatus. Needed a little mental health break, I think. <laughs> no, little, what do you think, Erin? Big, depending on <laughs> which angle you're looking at it from. It was, it was definitely time for a rest. Yeah, and I think, you know, with everything that's going on in the world, we kind of got to the point where there was like, there's nothing more we can say about this. And I think we were worried we were being repetitive in our topics and in our talking points. And then it became time for you to listen to other people's voices, not ours. And so it sort of extended it a little bit, but that's okay. Um, I think that, like we've said from the very beginning, this is real life. And um, we are not married to the must-produce-content-every-week model. Um, I think it's better for us to produce content when we have something to say versus trying to force it, wouldn't you say? I think that's good for everybody. It's a good lesson for everyone. <laughs> Absolutely, because it, it gets to a point where people just hear noise. And mm-hmm. we only want to speak if we've got something to say. And let's also not forget the fact, Carrie, that you have been working. You were not sitting back on your patio with a cocktail the last few weeks. You've had a pretty intense workload. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so we, we learned a little bit about prioritizing and, mm-hmm. um, you know, that it, it was good for us to follow our own advice, take a step back, evaluate what needed to be done, and then come back out when we were re-energized and, and ready to put some great information out there into the world instead of our, our own frustrations. <laughs> well, and I think that that's just it. I think that, you know, we're hearing that frustration come out in many ways. And um, sometimes you just got to learn when to shut the hell up, right? Like it's just sometimes... Which has been a lifelong learning lesson for me. Yeah. I don't know about you, but um, it, it, it takes a lot to render me speechless. And I feel like the last four or five months, it's been happening more than it ever happened in my life before. So it was definitely time for me to shut my mouth and open my eyes a little bit. Yep, for sure. I agree with that. So one of the things that we thought would be good to talk about, um, you know, we're not going to completely live, leave the whole COVID pandemic message behind, for sure. Um, but one thing that we're noticing is as businesses start to open back up and go, people are going back to work and you can now like shop in a store, <laughs> not, not just curbside, right? Um, the messaging is falling away. And I think that the problem with that is everything changes day to day. And if you're not communicating with your customer, they don't know what's going on. And they're just as likely to say, well, I don't, I don't even know if they're open, so I'm not even going to go. Whereas if you had communicated, we're open, but here are the guidelines of us being open, they'd know and they could prepare themselves and go shop or go out to eat or whatever it happens to be, right? Absolutely. And I think right now, um, you know, regardless of what side people are on with the open back up 
keep things closed argument. People are unsure. They don't really know what the new normal is, what things, you know, are going on, what's not. This is a really good time for business owners to hold their hands a little bit and guide Mm -hmm. them through the process and show them, hey, you're really important to me as a customer. So while this feels a little bit redundant, here we are, Um, you know. Tell them what you've got going on. Tell them how you're creating a safe environment for them. Give them options. Maybe you're ready for shoppers to come into your store, but your shoppers aren't quite ready. So have that hybrid where you've got the curbside service still available, but for people who do want to venture into the store, you can let them do that also. This does not have to be an either or slam the door on one thing or another situation. Well, and like we talked about before, maybe maybe offering that hybrid model is better long-term, right? Um, I think that it was interesting. Our friend John Ellis asked a question on Facebook today about like, what things do you want to stick around? Not just business things, but what things do you want to stick around post-pandemic, right? And um, there were a lot of interesting answers. You know, a lot of people were saying, you know, I like it when my spouse is home because I like to have lunch with them every day or something like that, which is, you know, sweet and nice and not me. (laughs) But (laughs) (laughs) but there's also like for me, being able to consume a service in multiple ways is helpful, i.e., Um, I like to be able to FaceTime with my plumber or my electrician and show them a thing and say, do you need to come fix this? Or, you know, can I fix this myself? Or, you know, can you walk me through this kind of thing? Like, I I like that. I want to keep that. I want to keep my Teladoc. Oh, my God, please, can I keep my Teladoc? Um, You know, there, there are that hybrid model, I think, might be a better way for a lot of companies to do business. And communicating that to your customer base is so important. You know, what are your hours right now? If you're not updating it and and posting when it was updated on your website or on your Facebook page, you're missing out. If the last time you talked about your hours was a month ago and I go to your Facebook and I'm like, well, I don't know if they've updated these or not. I don't know is it still this way or has it changed since then? Whereas if every day you just posted it in the morning, okay, um, good morning, you know, team, love you all. Thanks for being such great customers. Here's today's update. We're open from X to Y. You have to wear a mask when you come in the store. We have um, hand sanitizer at the registers and at the front door you know, blah, 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 blah. These, this is the rundown. And even if that stays the same for two weeks, if you posted that every day for two weeks, everybody who looked would be like, I know this, this is the state of the union. This is what I have to do to go here. This is right. what I'm going to do. You know, there's a couple benefits to doing that also. So you're getting fresh content out there because honestly, in the internet age, people have the attention spans of goldfish. So Mm -hmm. they want the information they want. They want to find it immediately. They don't want to look for it and they don't want to have to scroll. So put it at the top of the page, put it out there for them. Let them see that you're open. If you have community Facebook pages, um, if you're a local business, go on to the local community page and say, hey, you know, today, here's what we've got going on. We're having a sale on this. We'll be here from this time to this time. Here are the health precautions we're taking so that you can feel comfortable coming in. Mm -hmm. Or let us know what you want. We'll package it up for you and put it out on the curb. You know, you can do those options. And going back to having the options, I am a working parent. 
my husband is a working parent. If we could continue with the curbside food and booze pickup, yep. that would really be awesome. Um, mm -hmm. You know, to drive on the way home from work, to be able to grab a couple of margaritas and some tacos and not have to get the blender out when I get home or make six stops or not have to go in and wait while I have to unload my kids from the car. Um, so many cool benefits to this. I know Colorado just extended their curbside liquor laws through the end of the summer, which I think is it's great for small business owners who are already low on business, but it's also really great for convenience for people who are working yep. through this stuff. Um, so you're not only putting information out there and staying relevant with your customers, but you're putting out information that they don't want to have to look for. They want to just be able to find it. So there are a couple benefits to that. And I've also seen people comment on community pages that aren't affiliated with a business and say, oh, well, I just saw that the local Chinese restaurant updated their stuff. I know for sure they're open today. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, Absolutely. So you get that word of mouth factor that doesn't always happen online that, you know, that we preach on all the time, that, that forming your community, wherever it may be, figure out how to keep your information in front of them. And the easier you make it for them to find it, the more they're going to utilize you. Mm -hmm. I've noticed on our community page, a lot of, there's a lot of posts of what's open, where can we go in, who still has pickup, like there's all kinds of posts like that. And if you're just paying attention, you're probably doing better than 75% of your competition. Absolutely. Um, and if you don't wait for them to ask, you're going to be at the head of the pack. Yep, absolutely. Um, you know, and, and so where do you put that information? Well, you put it on your Facebook page, you tweet it, you put it on your Instagram account. You put it on your website, little section on your homepage that you update every day with the date and the state of the union for that day. Um, you know, um, put it in your Google My Business uh, post so it's front and center every day. You can put a COVID-19 post up on your Google My Business listing. It shows up towards the top on mobile and desktop. Why are you not using this? Um, it's free. Do it. Yes, it's free. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the, you know, if you sat down and spent 10 to 15 minutes updating those places and you can copy and paste the same message in each spot, honestly, um, if you spent 10, 10 minutes doing that, think of the, the eyeballs that are going to see a new message from you each morning. One, that's one. Two, think of the eyeballs that see you that aren't going to have to wonder um, you know, they saw that that morning they had to go out and run errands and they're like, oh, I don't want to cook, um, calling for tacos and a margarita um, to take home kind of thing because they know that you have curbside still because they saw it on your IG this morning. You know, like I think that there's so many benefits to that communication. And then, you know, think about the, the brands that did that pre-pandemic. Um, the one that, um, comes to my mind is a food truck. I believe it's in the Bay or not the Bay area. Um, like Santa Monica area called hustle and dough. Um, for, I don't know how I ended up following them on Instagram because I obviously don't live in the Bay area or in um, <laughs> Southern California, but, um, they have a really great Instagram account and they put on there every day where they're going to be and what they have that's special and they sell out every day. And um, I think that people get used to seeing those messages and that morning message of, hey, we're going to be on the corner of X and Y. Um, this is what we have. That sticks in people's brains. And when you're um, 
when you're front and center with that information on a consistent basis, people come to rely on it and they use it. They use that information to make decisions about the, the end of their day. Oh man, I forgot about that place. I love their such and such. Let's order that for dinner tonight or something like that. Um, there's so many benefits to that. Just that simple communication that honestly is going to take you 10 to 15 minutes in the morning. I bet it makes you money every single day if you're consistent with it. Absolutely. You stay top of mind. You're front and center, especially with people like me who at the end of a long day, there are those days where I don't want to think about it. So the mm -hmm. messaging that I saw is the messaging that's going to stay in my mind. And it also increases that no like trust factor. You know, mm -hmm. people know you, they like you, they trust you. That reliability of information creates trust without people having to think about it. They know you're always going to be there. They know you're going to tell them where to go. They don't have the less people have to think or click yep. or do anything with effort, the more they're going to give you their dollars. <laughs> so anything you can do to make it easier for them, do online ordering and have curbside pickup. Then they don't even have to talk to anybody. You know, sure. just put it out there, make it easy. And you can have those two different client bases. You can have the people who want to come in and have that margarita on your patio. And you can also have the people who don't want to put pants on and want to get that margarita and take it right back home. Yep. You know, <laughs> please bring it out to my car things. so I don't have to put <laughs> shoes on. <laughs> and I have been those two people in a single day, you know, yeah, right. <laughs> so, some days I just don't have it in me. And then some days, some days I have great intentions and I think I'm going to want to go out. And by the end of the day, it's just not going to happen. So yep. let me, change my reservation to a pickup order if I need to, you know, anything mm -hmm. that it doesn't cost you much, but it's shown as a consideration for your customer. They're going to love that. I'm seeing tons of local boutiques now put together these mystery gift bags where you call and give them five keywords of, for your recipient. And then they put together a box of sunshine or, you know, a cute little gift mm -hmm. with within your budget and they mail it for you and they sign the card that's the kind of simplicity and assistance that I need on the regular. So I yeah. hope they don't stop doing that. Um, Can you please make me a COVID box? Because I am a mess. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then they might see something that I didn't see or mm -hmm. have a great idea that I hadn't thought of. And so all of these little services that have kind of popped up as a necessity, I really hope to see a lot of them continue um, you know, we have more dual working households than ever in our culture right now. People are busy. They're tired, especially right now. They're emotionally and physically tired. You know, everybody's a little uneasy right now. Like that little bit of kindness and just reaching out to be helpful goes such a long way. Yeah, for sure. And I think so that's so that communicating that state, here's the state of the state right now, right? That's so important. But also being, having those two-way communication avenues open, right? Be easy to get a hold of. Answer your phone. Have a live chat on your website. Give people the opportunity to email you and then answer them. Even if your answer is, um, I'm not sure, let me get back to you. At least there's like some sort of feedback in the loop yeah be right? the person on the other end <laughs> just, sometimes they just want to find a person so make yeah. that like carrie said make it easy and sometimes just asking someone what you can do to make their life easier mm -hmm. will turn them into a loyal customer just knowing that you're willing to go the extra mile we have a locally owned liquor store 
And a couple months ago, he just said, you know, what can I do for you? They were doing curbside pickup, all these things. And somebody said, uh, could you bring me a bottle of vodka to my house? And the next day they had a delivery service set up, you know, just knowing that. And right now people are willing to pay for that convenience. Like Mm -hmm. if you're going to bring me a box of Grey Goose bottles, I'll pay extra, (laughs) you know, and if I don't have to get out there figure out what to do with my kids because it's right now it's weird to take kids out it's weird to be doing stuff people just don't really know so make it easy on them and do it in a friendly way you know like what can I do to help you out today they'll tell you if they need something and that could be something that a lot of people would utilize so asking your customers is one of the best forms of market research you can do and I see so many businesses I don't know if they're afraid to ask or they don't think that they're going to get the answer. Like your customer base is who's giving you their money. That's exactly who you should be asking. Or they don't really want to change. And so they're not going to ask because they don't want to be told, right? Like I don't want to do delivery or takeout. So I'm not going to ask if you want delivery and takeout because then I'll feel obligated to give you delivery and takeout. You know what? I think that there's, those are the businesses we have to stop doing business with, honestly. Um, Absolutely. I feel like there's this group of businesses that are like, here's the way it is. Take it or leave it. Yep. (laughs) My, my most hated response from any client. And I usually know that things are not going to work out if they say this is, well, this is how we've always done it. Yep. I hate that. I hate Cool. Well, guess what, homie, the world is a changing. (laughs) So, you know, customers are a lot, I feel like customers are a lot more forgiving right now with, Mm -hmm mistakes and hiccups but they also have much higher right much higher expectations for Mm -hmm. communication Mm -hmm. absolutely they're way more forgiving if you communicate i'm sorry we're having this personnel issue or we're shorthanded or you know i i had to take a step back because of this totally understandable people are way more forgiving for that if you communicate the problem if you're not communicating people just feel like you blew them off and right you're screwed, you know? And there are too many choices out there right now to be ignoring and blowing off your customers. There is somebody who's hungrier than you that is going to step in and give them exactly what they want. So it, it should be you. Yeah, for sure. And I think that being flexible is so important. Like, you know, there's, if you require masks and a customer shows up and doesn't have one, have some, you know, disposable paper masks available for them to use while they shop. Or, you know, something like that. If it's required by law and they don't have one, is it worth, you know, making them leave and the potential drama that's going to create? Or just saying, hey, you know, the state says or the county says or whatever, we have to have masks. Here's one you can use. Here's a box. Help yourself kind of thing. Um, That kind of diffuses that situation a little bit. Absolutely. And it also feels like you're going out of your way to help them, even yeah. though you're going out of your way to help them spend money with you. Right. They take that as a sign of kindness and you going, hey, we get it. Sometimes you forget your mask. Or I was at an appointment with my mom at a hospital last week and I had a mask on and it broke. The little mm-hmm. thing over the ear finally gave way after mm-hmm. four hours. And um, luckily they had a, a paramedic at the door that had a a bag full and would hand you a squirt of hand sanitizer and then hand you a new mask. So I wasn't walking around holding this thing up to my face all day. And, you know, I didn't want to be wearing it in the first place, but I sure appreciated them reaching out and saying, don't worry, we've got you. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, showing, having that proactive piece is so important. And, and proactively cleaning. <laughs> I can't tell and you let what people kind see of, you yes, yes. You know, let them see you spray and wipe down the credit card machine or the countertop in between customers or whatever it happens to be makes them feel like, oh, they're taking care of me. You know, they want my money. They want to make sure that I come back. They want to make sure I stay healthy. They're taking care of me. Let people see you clean. I think that's so important. And clean the pen. Uh, that is my biggest pet peeve. <laughs> clean your pens. Here's our clean restaurant and all of our masks. And here is a pen that 97 people have touched today after picking their nose. Yep. <laughs> clean your pen. <laughs> Or, or if you can get away with it at whatever your local laws are, if you cannot have to have people sign things um, with a pen, like if they can sign on the on the credit card pad or whatever, that's all the better. But then wipe it down. <laughs> Absolutely, and you know, I I know one of our local takeout places has moved the credit card reader and pen to the other side of the shield on the counter, so. They actually have the credit card machine there, a thing of hand sanitizer, and a box of gloves. And it's like, if you have to touch the pin pad, they got rid of the, the pin, the credit card pin requirement. But if you have mm -hmm. to touch anything, here are some gloves. If you feel comfortable, that's fine. Here's some hand sanitizer if you want something in the middle. Mm -hmm. um, I've also noticed a lot of restaurants utilizing QR codes for their menus. So the menu yep. will pop up on your phone, which I've got to be honest, I have never been a fan of the QR code. I think this is fantastic. I think it's finally a, it's, found a good use for it. Right? Yeah, I think that's about the only good use for it, honestly. And to be perfectly honest, um, why not just give me an easy URL to go to? I mean, either way works, I guess. Because for a QR code, I have to download a thing on my phone that reads it and blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm, now, I, though, Apple, at least, the QR reader is built into their camera now. Oh, is it? I didn't even know yep, that. Yep, it's all automated. <laughs> um. And the reason I like this better is because a simple URL works great for me. But if you tell my dad to go to a website really quickly from his phone, it's going to take 45 minutes for him to get that sucker up. Yeah. So I love this idea. Um, most people are carrying a phone. Mm -hmm. You know, I actually, Jen Cario, we had her on the show. Gosh, it's probably been almost six months now. Um, her restaurant is utilizing this menu option. Yep. And they have paper menus for people who want them. You know, again, there's this flexibility of, here's what we have for you to choose what you're most comfortable with. Mm -hmm. um, I think that that's really the key message here is give them some choices because there's a huge range of what people are comfortable with right now. And you just don't want to alienate anybody based on them trying to keep their family safe or them being in a place where they're not overly concerned about things. Yeah. We were at village in last weekend, I think. And they have their menu simplified to like one page front and back, but it's completely laminated, flat, doesn't have any creases or cracks or anything in it. And it can be like sanitized. <laughs> between... And quickly, which is yeah. a good... <laughs> so, you know, I think that that's, you know, anything you can do to make people feel like this is clean and they're taking care of me. I think that's part of that communication. It's sort of a silent communication, but it's still conveying a message, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And then the last thing, you know, that I think is important is 
if you are a service-based business and you go to or into people's homes, um, communicating the expectations and the requirements ahead of time, I think is so important. You know, if I have a plumber coming to my house tomorrow, I would love to get an email today that says, um, you know, your technician is going to have a mask. He's going to have booties. He's going to wear gloves, you know, whatever that happens to be. Um, we would like it if you would also wear a mask while he's in the house. Um, you know, those types of pieces of communication and before they get here. So you know that they're going to have their PPE on and you know what's expected of you while they're here, you know, um, maintain six foot distance, whatever that happens to be, right? Absolutely. And again, we're just setting expectations here. This is not, even if you don't change how you're doing business, just let people know what they should expect. That way they don't open the door and go into a blind rage because the guy does or doesn't have a mask on. Right. You know, because... people are a little touchy right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's help ease through that instead of inflaming it. Yep, absolutely. I agree with that. Awesome. Well, I think we, you know, done this, this our, topic our justice. Our again turned into half an hour, which is kind of right. what we're, we're going think, to be known for. <laughs> I don't think either one of us can have a conversation that is... Uh, less than 30 minutes. I'm just going to go right out right for that. That's just the way it's going to be. <laughs> right. Well, and let's be honest, there was 30 minutes before the record button even got hit because it's been a while. So we had to catch up. We had to get back on track with where we're feeling about these things professionally and advice wise. And fortunately, we tend to usually be kind of on the same page. So there's not a lot of like, no, don't say that kind of stuff going on. But it, we've been trapped at home for a while and as introverted as we may be, sometimes you just got to bleh. Yeah, I agree. Um, so um, if you have any feedback for this episode or um, other suggestions for communicating with your customers when daily communication is important, we'd love to hear about it. You can tweet us at, at Community Karma. I can't even remember what our Twitter handle is. <laughs> God, Carrie. Um, I at believe community it's Community Karma, Karma underscore. Podcast, so let me verify. <laughs> it's at Community Karma underscore. We're also on Facebook. You can find us there by searching for the Community Karma podcast. And we would love your feedback on our on our podcast at you know wherever you listen, Apple, Spotify, Google Play, um, or directly on our website. We'd love to hear from you. Um, thanks, Aaron, for joining me. <laughs> Thank you so much. It was great to catch up. Yep. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. We'll see you (laughs) hopefully next week. Everybody cross your fingers for the next episode of the Community Karma Karma Podcast. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe via iTunes, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to sign up for reminders via the website communitykarmapodcast.com. See you next time.